We are approaching one of the great mysteries of the faith this week, namely Christmas. And mystery suggests that we can't fully understand this great uh, thing called the Incarnation, but we are invited to participate in it and approach it. So in this episode, I want to talk about a couple of ways we can do that. Stay tuned. Hello, friends. Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, senior pastor of St. Philip Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you as always. We are taping this in the week leading up to Christmas, and so it will be published a few days before Christmas Eve. And so, of course, I've got uh, Christmas Eve on my mind. And in my line of work, of course, part of uh, what I'm invited or called to do is to try to make sense of this Christian faith that we share. Um, And maybe every week, uh, but maybe particularly at the high holidays like Christmas and Easter, uh, part of what I'm struck by is the impossibility of that task of explaining, um, let's say, the great mystery of the incarnation, which is what we celebrate at Christmas, of God becoming flesh, of the Word made flesh, of Emmanuel, God with us. On its surface, um, it is impossible to explain it, to make sense of it. And I'm reminded uh, along those lines of a, of a very beat up old book. I don't know if I've mentioned it here before. It's called The Art of Pastoring Contemplative Reflections. It's got um, a little mark on it from a cup of coffee or a glass of water or something from many years ago. It's by a gentleman named William Martin. It's made up just a very short thoughts. Each page, it's it's sort of its own short chapter. Um, thought number 14, it, the title is Impossible Task. And the second part of it says, how does one describe that which cannot be contained? How does one approach that which has no beginning? How can one lose that which is without end? Relax and return to your soul, for it is always known its home." Um, and so I was reflecting on, again, the impossibility of, of the task of explaining uh, this great mystery of the Incarnation, uh, which made me think of a couple things. One thing it made me think of is how important it is to come uh, and, and be part of worship, maybe particularly at times like Christmas, uh, whether digitally or in person. Uh, because we're surrounded then by all of these signs and symbols of the faith, uh, the music, the readings, which grow in significance and importance, I think, as we hear them again and again, year after year, um, receiving communion, being with people, singing, all of those things uh, help point us to this great mystery of, of who God is and what God has done for us in the incarnation. And yes, uh, let us pray that something I say on Christmas Eve might be a, a small part of that constellation of things that can point us to that mystery, but I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm appropriately modest about what my words can accomplish along that line. So I'm struck again by the importance of coming together in worship and being reminded uh, in some small way of the mystery mystery of the incarnation. So that was one thing that got me thinking of is the of worship. The other thing it got me thinking of was poetry. Uh, because poetry, of course, uh, gets at things a little sideways. It, it doesn't come at them directly. It's not 
purely rational. It sort of evokes moods and, and feelings. So I was trying to, to settle on a particular poem related to Christmas, and it turns out that some of my old favorites, G.K. Chesterton, C.S. Lewis, Dorothy Sayers, T.S. Eliot, have all written poems about uh, Christmas, and maybe we'll link to them. Um, they didn't. None of them seemed quite appropriate for this space, but I, I did land on one by uh, a very, very famous uh, British priest and poet named Gerard, Gerard, Gerard Manley Hopkins. Died very young, 44 years old. Uh, maybe his most famous poem is The Windhover. Um, and as far as people know, he has only one poem about Christmas. And so um, in, for my final sort of reflection today, um, before a, a quick word of thanks, I, I'm going to read that for all of us, uh, again, as one small uh, pointer to the great mystery of the Word made flesh, of Emmanuel, God with us, of the incarnation. Um, and so here is what uh, Hopkins writes. Uh, the, the poem is called Moonless Darkness. Moonless darkness stands between, past the past no more be seen, but the Bethlehem star may lead me to the sight of him who freed me from the self that I have been. Make me pure, Lord, thou art holy. Make me meek, Lord, thou wert lowly. Now beginning and alway, now begin on Christmas Day. Again, that's not going to summarize the mystery of the Incarnation, but it is, I hope, a pointer to it. And as we approach Christmas and therefore approach the end of this year, I want to conclude simply by saying thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who watches these. It is a great privilege to be in conversation with you throughout the year, and I do wish each and every one of you a very Merry Christmas. Mm -hmm.